Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Maltopia podcast. For our oldest and most loyal listeners out there, we wanted to let you know about our new Patreon page. Outside of our careers and time spent with family, the three of us here at Maltopia have been working every night and weekend for the past five years, building our company into what it is today. With your help, our goal is to make Maltopia our livelihood. 
allowing us to bring you higher quality content, exciting new podcast series and published works, and a large central community for you to take part in. As a thank you for your support, we're offering exclusive perks and bonus content, like early access to podcast episodes, behind-the-scene creator videos, and more. Go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia today and explore our membership levels. And be sure to scroll through for free public content, some of which gives you a sneak peek at what you can expect when you become a member. From Mark, Steve, and Walker, thanks again for enjoying our podcast, and we hope to meet you soon on Patreon. Merger's Ditch was in a part of Yellowcliff that had been entirely blocked off, where nature had taken back what mankind had bequeathed out of fear. The thing was a yawning maw no less than 1,000 yards across, and whose appetite had swallowed far more than just a skyscraper. What hadn't been mentioned in the Weird Book article was that the area around the sinkhole, and presumably the sinkhole itself, had become a dumping ground for unwanted relics of the great darkness. Leaning mounds of obscura merged seamlessly into the landscape that itself seemed tainted with more than its share of darkling vitality, as if the transition from visible artifacts to twisting thornbrush described a transformation of form but not content. The spurned objects were greatly varied in appearance and dimension but most eye-catching were the stacks of gloom cabinets piled high and teetering towards the mouth of the pit, their contents vague baubles of glittering moonlight and twisting vines. The entire scene lay pressed against the looming yellow cliff itself, a vast prominence of wildflower-covered rock that rose solemn and sheer into the night. It made for an uncertain sense of space, where one might be incorrect to place its contents without the unfolding mask of a dream. The night was new and so far untried, as the passengers had only gathered at the lip of the yawning sinkhole, where the darkness had demonstrated its insatiable appetite by swallowing an entire skyscraper. The darkness wasn't kidding around with this one, Hazel commented, standing at the crater's edge. I can't even see the top of the building. Physics itself seems to have been napping that year, a building that tall, to be standing after such a drop. Eric shook his head, eyebrows raised. Mystery is the bread of the mind, they say. What a fine puzzle, the darkness, Heath extolled, casually dropping a rock into the abyss. Anything moving down there, Keith? Mars asked, unfurling the rope he'd brought with him. 
there was an ethereal quality to Keith's whistle as he aimed it down into the darkness of Merger's ditch, closing his eyes as he concentrated. Nothing to report, save for creatures one might expect to be haunting such a hell. Everyone looked at Eric after the conductor's pronouncement. Yes, of course. Um, just give me a moment, won't you? Eric stammered as he made his way into the thickets and out of sight. The dead knot was waiting inside him, patiently, looking into the night with the amusement of a child. What a fine place to be free. I am, of course, grateful for such a favor, brother, as I am certain they could have come up with an equally effective means to descend the trench. I wish I could say you did so out of affection for me. But that's not the case, is it? Eric was silent as he unbuttoned the cuff of his shirt. What you truly wanted was to be part of things, to contribute, yes. You want to be accepted, and why not? After all, they are your friends. Eric was still silent, looking up at the night his face pinched with worry. The dead not realized his brother was in no mood to converse, fearing the change as he was, or more likely the cold darkness that awaited him on the other side. You need not fear it, Eric. It is merely the kindle of shadows and the crackle of husks. Nothing so substantial as a dying breath. All you must do is resist the urge to lose yourself in it, the somber drift of funeral song, the yellow parades of regret and misfortune that must linger, calling you to join their endless march across the dust. There is no peace there, brother, only the practiced solitude of shades. But that's just it. There's something familiar there. It was my home for hundreds of years. I remember only the drift and drowse of a peaceful sleep, occasionally broken by memories of her. Do you know I no longer dream of her? Of anything? Just darkness and the sound of wind calling me back. You no longer belong there, brother. You, we, are now eternal. You can live a thousand lives, each one better than the one before, exhausting your passions in their turn, again and again, till the stars die. You forget about the machine, brother. We owe it something. It will never let us go. I, I know it as certainly as you must. Perhaps. And perhaps not. We are not like the others, Eric. We are different. We are both life and what lies beyond. If anyone has a chance at denying the machine's will, it is us, working together. But do not dwell on it. For now, go into the darkness and rest. 
Remember her face, if you must. But do not follow where it leads, or whatever little hope we have conjured will be lost. So be it, Eric said, his gaze falling to earth as he pressed the silver button. The dead not felt the poison coursing through Eric's blood, the silence that became his body. At the same time, clutching shadows released the giant, his body lifting into the thin light now trembling to the bottomless black of the underworld. And he could see the shadow of his brother where it sank into the darkness. They looked upon one another as they passed, bound for different worlds. Eric's face was all the sadness of his life and the dead knot reached out for him, instinctively, to save him. But the process was built into the Stygian mechanics of their dual existence. If one comes up, the other must go down. No exceptions. The pale Goliath could only watch his brother disappear into a sea of grasping shades, all of them straining to take him below and keep him. A shared soul solidified from its ethereal vapors, becoming pallid and powerful, growing by the moment, breaking through the soft corpse of the man who once contained it. Uncovered, the dead knot stretched out arms as thick and lifeless as dead trees, his body black with the benighted blood of his brother. He stripped off the wet remains of his previous incarnation and tossed it beyond the cold mists groveling at his feet. Looking upon the moon where it grappled with a wisp of cloud, he smiled as ever death had, his face a whited specter of the grave. He knew they would feel him before they saw him, the ringing cold that told of his coming, which was to his liking. Even the sun-stealer would have to satisfy herself with only a vicarious view. He could feel her power scrabble across his body, desperate to pry open whatever sense it could. Yet his feelings were his own, and his alone. As the monster stepped into view, the passengers seemed unsure how to greet their undead companion, looking upon him through an awkward silence. My great dead friend, tis always a pleasure to see you, Keith said finally, approaching the giant, hands raised approvingly. And you as well, Death Singer, the dead not replied, bowing his head almost regally. It was the first time the group accompanied the monster outside of battle, and while he was always present, in a sense, no one had ever spoken to him, casually. It pleases me to know that I can be of some assistance to you, even if only to heft a rope. Freedom is all the sweeter for its exercise, and any excuse to do so is a fine one. He could see Hazel was eager to speak, her hands fidgeting by her sides. She no doubt wished to confront the fear of her chosen's darker persona, to please herself by overlooking a monster, lending a bit of storied strength to her and Eric's burgeoning relationship. He lowered his eyeless gaze to the young woman, hoping to spring words from her. I always wanted to ask Eric what name he went by, but I never got around to it. Or is it just the dead knot? She had no fear of him, he realized. But why should she? She hefted the death of the world upon her shoulders. What else was left to fear? 
He does not address me by name, only nature. And I must confess that I'd never given such a thing much thought. Being content with the title bestowed me, even if only to distinguish me from my brother. Eric's middle name is Cromwell. Would that suffice? I think that's a fine name. Hazel smiled, appearing satisfied with the pleasant exchange. Okay, Mr. Cromwell. You gonna be staying topside while we look around, or you got a way down? Mars asked over his shoulder, busily tying knots in the thick rope. Why, I intend to join you, naturally. And yes, I have my own way prepared. He noticed that Lynn had not yet spoken to him. As the most scrutinizing of the passengers, she was likely sizing him up. His every word weighed. Not wanting to give her too much time to formulate an opinion, Cromwell turned to face her. His shadow beneath the full moon fell huge and deep, the woman all but disappearing beneath it. Once below, is there anything specific you would have me do, Lady Sense Stealer? Just Lynn's fine, thanks. Stay close and keep an eye out. All we want is to get the lay of the land, so we know our way around when the time comes to get the film and get out. The titular leader responded, or perhaps commanded, from beneath the avalanche of shadow. He pushed his sight past the fragile skin of the void that mistook itself for a woman, contemplating the utter nothingness beneath. Death had not nearly the appetite of the void, as it spared some things its hunger, if only temporarily. Or was death merely the mask that man had fashioned for oblivion? to deny its absolute negation of meaning and matter, the grimmest truth hidden behind the cloth and stitch of imagination. And if that were true, what did that make the sense stealer? A sister, perhaps. He wasn't certain, but he was grateful for the rumination. I'll score the directions into a helpful ditty. The Ballad of Merger's Ditch, I shall call it. I've already deduced the layout of the uppermost levels of the building, but my silent song can descend only so deeply, Heath said, alluding to his personal take on sonar as he and the others began to gather around the sprawl of knotted rope. Mars lifted the end of the cord. Everyone just grab a knot and hold on. Dead guy, uh... Cromwell, just lower us down, all nice and slow. I'll give a good tug when everyone's down safe. Everyone good with that? There was a simultaneous nodding of heads as the group moved into position. Cold mists curled up from the earth beneath the dead knot, bearing him aloft. The physics of the underworld overcoming its more prosaic counterpart, allowing the dead their purchase over gravity. Lifting the rope and the passengers clinging to it, the creature drifted above the depression, and then, when sufficiently clear of its sides, sank into its depths, the blackness silently devouring them. When the roof of the skyscraper came into view, he gently lowered his colleagues, one by one, onto the section least troubled by wreckage and rock. The billowing mists made a whisper of his own landing. The dead knot stepped forth before the gathered passengers, a pale foxfire lurking the empty orbits of his eyes. Apparently, the regressor was alone in her need for light, 
clicking on a flashlight that offered only the dimmest guidance. The weak blue glow highlighted the most interesting feature of their landing pad, a heap of paintings, discarded obscura, all of them black with a splash of blue at their center. They likely belonged to a series, as the blue dot was different sizes in the other pictures, perhaps drawing closer to the artist, and there was likely a completely blue painting somewhere beneath the pile. The dead knot sensed a presence lurking beneath the ruin, likely a remainder of the darkness unwilling or unable to quit the unhallowed depths until it had received its fill, the wonder it was owed. And then there was something else besides, a different specter altogether, its death older and deeper than the bones of the infamous sinkhole, and its focus upon the undead giant was palpable. The Phantom's efforts were not unlike the failed attempts of the Sunstealer, its mind trying the doors of his body. But this thing, whatever it was, acted as if it had keys. The dead knot mentally snarled at the creature, the gloom of the underworld conducting his message. Beware. Mars looked to the pale mists fading around his gigantic teammate. Well, that was a lot easier than I expected. I thought I saw you pull something like that back in Curious Forest, but with all the fighting and whatnot, I wasn't sure. The dead are not loved by the living world. Flying is little more than yielding to nature's revulsion, as she would rather us pollute the air than press ourselves against her naked flesh. The dead knot gestured to the sky with gigantic pale hands that glided as delicately as the mists he commanded. Nature seems a little squeamish for a lady who would wrap the world in plague, or grant the spider a venom to liquefy its victims. But whoever can truly know the heart of a woman, let alone one made from such primal stuff? Keith smiled as he spoke, clearly enjoying the company of a fellow philosopher. The dead not considered the singer's words. Indeed, she is a mother in all her aspects, and for the dead, who would harrow her living children, we are not suffered, to say the least. You see, to be dead and walking is to tread carefully, very carefully. Keith looked as if he were going to further the conversation when Lynn interrupted. Keep the conversation on the ground, okay, fellas? We've a lot of territory to cover, so let's stick to the business at hand. The conductor and the giant nodded at the leader, concluding their discussion. Keith began again. As I'm certain you could have guessed, and provided the room with the most tables and chairs is our given destination, the banquet hall is on the very first floor of the building. You are currently standing upon the 50th. Lynn, given the nature of her facility, probably knew the second he did. What about just taking another trip on the rope down to the front door? Lynn asked, her voice calibrated for disappointment. Keith closed his eyes, his silent song informing his response, which was as disappointing as the scent stealer had prepared for. Please, Lynn, do you really think we could be so fortunate? The building is locked into place by debris from the cave-in so there's no skirting the fun. Quicker just to hoof it down, plus it gives us a better idea of the layout. Any other way could be too costly or too noisy, Mars reasoned, 
likely referencing Hazel's expensive use of regression and the Deadnought's ability to simply smash through the building. The undead giant noted the incipient chain of command, where Mars was quickly raising to the rank of second-in-command. Personally, I find the idea of making the track to the bottom most exciting. A vertical carnival of shadows, so to speak. Lynn just shook her head and gestured to the door marked, Stairs. As the passengers began to file into the darkness, the creeping intrusion returned to the mind of the dead knot, whispering, And he called out to the grave, Where have you taken her? And from the cracked loam of so many forgotten burials came a voice, as vast and dark as the night. She rests with me now, where the wind lays its last breath and the light tastes of dust where all her tears become flies as large and starving as the hole I've left in your heart. But only come to me, and I will join you with her in a marriage that will outlive the eons. For what good is flesh if not to be freed of it? Why, an excellent quote from that equally excellent Obscurian novel. The lover and the grave. But I am not my brother, only his keeper. Such sentiment is better spent on his behalf, I'm afraid. But tell me, fellow Shade, what business would you have with me? Behalf, indeed. Why, you missed the point of my recitation entirely. Reunion, giant, is the very heart of that wonderful work. How death can never be undone, only joined. And you, my friend, are in dire need of reunion. The soul and the body whose paths cross, only to depart again. Do you recall the ending of that fine novel? At last... In that garden of funeral flowers, dead hearts bloomed anew, their love filled with death, grateful to the darkness who loved them best. Yes, perhaps I do see. Tell me more. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Maltopia podcast. To help us grow and spread the word, we'd love nothing more than for you to like, comment, rate, and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. You can also connect with us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and tweet us on Twitter for the latest original artwork and important updates. And for even more about our ever-growing literary world, head to Maltopia.com to read our dark fiction and gain access to giveaways and discounts with our newsletter. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. 
Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 